and welcome to this special Christmas episode of Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 20 of Toradora. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So man, that last episode ended on a really bitter note. Nothing was resolved in any sort of way. Although considering that uh, it's now New Year... It seems like we're skipping ahead a few days, and... Oh dear, I'm detecting a bit of a trope here. You know, a person being sick, and seriously so. Oh boy. I wonder if she's actually going to confess right now. So we don't really get to see the result of what was going to happen there. I can only imagine it will come up later, rather importantly. I guess kind of like I figured, nothing has really been resolved. And it seems like nothing will be resolved for the foreseeable future. Seems like uh, Ryuji and Tiger are kind of on the outs, you know. Alright, so I guess Tiger really doesn't seem to want anything to do with him at the moment. And that's sort of really at odds with the previous episode... Especially considering how distraught she was about everything going on. Alright. So there's a little bit of interesting introspection going on here in that Taiga seems to think that the fact she spent so much time with Ryuji is sort of what 
mangled everything. But I don't recall whether or not Taiga was aware that Minari had seen her. I don't think she did, so everyone's probably operating on incomplete information here. Because the way Taiga's acting, it seems like she doesn't know. You know, I think Tag is taking a rather nuclear approach to a minor problem. Of course, that seems to be a bit of a hang-up for her, you know? Essentially, destroying a friendship you've built isn't the solution here. I don't know, it, it really seems like using a hammer to swat a fly... Because, you know, she's putting on a brave face here and she's saying, I need to start taking care of myself and all that. But, I don't know, like, from an outsider's perspective at least, you know, given I'm not a character here, it really seems like the independence is not worth losing a friend. Because that's really what it seems like, you know. Won't come over to visit anymore, don't wake me up for school and all that. Like, because on the one hand... The independence is good, but it really does seem like she just wants less and less to do with him for one reason or another. It seems like there's some neat little foreshadowing that there's going to be a school field trip to Okinawa. I can only imagine that uh, something momentous is going to occur, you know. Vacations are very uh, special after all. Alright. So I feel like this is going to be a bit of a... Uh... Oh no, never mind. I was going to say we might be thrown for a loop here, but it turns out that it's just the suit and the jewelry that he never gave to Minari. So immediately, that Taiga is now with Ryuji is instantly... If not suspicious, kind of weird to everyone. You know, that really goes to show that, you know, maybe Taiga has a point about them spending so much time together. But at the same time, not having anything to do with him doesn't solve the problem, I don't think. It just makes him look like a loner and a delinquent again. You know, it seems to me that even though it hasn't been explicitly stated, his reputation is somewhat improved in that people seem to be interacting with him. Oh dear. 
Yuji can't even... He can't even sputter out good morning. Yeah, things are not good. Uh-oh. Seems like that Okinawa vacation might have, uh... Hit a bit of a bump in the road. I can only assume. Okay, so instead of going to Okinawa, which is presumably a very nice place, instead they're going to have a considerably shorter ski vacation. I can only imagine where precisely this is going to go, and it's not good. Either somebody's going to wander off and get lost in the mountains, or there's going to be an avalanche or something. Something's going to happen here, and it's not going to be good, at least in the short term. Man, you know, it's never a good sign when the teacher breaks the chalk on the board by writing furiously. So this is the first time we're really seeing Kitamura since that bit in the beginning in any meaningful way. I'm wondering how he's going to influence the plot here. Because he knows something, but I don't know whether or not that's up to him to share, whether Taiga actually confessed to him or what. Alright, so the plot's getting a little thicker again. You know, Ami wasn't at school, and... Interestingly, she doesn't really want anything to do with Ryuji either. If that weren't interesting enough, Ami and Taiga seem to have started to get along in a weird kind of way. I'm wondering what precisely was the catalyst for this change in the status quo. You know, they keep mentioning that the hotel burns down. I don't think that's going to be more significant than it sounds initially, but it's interesting that they keep mentioning it. Okay. So Taiga's sort of telling Ami to back off hanging out with Ryuji. And I'm thinking that she's going to try and use the ski vacation as a chance to patch things up with Meanery. But 
I don't know. I feel like they almost have to fabricate a situation to get them together. So I guess Titus thinking about this fairly critically, you know, this is essentially the last real chance to figure things out, so they might as well seize the opportunity. I guess that does end a new bittersweet element things here. You know, this is essentially the last year of high school, and depending on how applications go, they might have to all go their separate ways. And considering how they've all sort of become friends in a weird kind of way, you know, that's, uh... It's always a bittersweet thing. I guess it really doesn't help that Tyga's really not wanting anything to do with him. So I find it interesting that they're both sort of reading the situation in opposite ways. You know, Taiga's certain that Minari likes Ryuji, and Ryuji's certain she doesn't. Alright, so it's very interesting that Taiga's evidence that Minari likes Ryuji is that He's a really good person, and if anyone would be worthy of her love, it would be him. So I think that's a little bit of a hint here, because that doesn't indicate that Minari would like him. In fact, it's more indicative that Taiga likes him than anything else. Of course, Ryuji's not really picking up on that, at least not so far. Oh dear, Ryuji. Oh, you know what? That's an interesting reaction there. She grabbed his hand and sort of flinched back, so... Maybe... In a weird sort of way, there is something to what Taiga was saying. I mean... Her evidence doesn't really line up with the premise she was trying to prove, but... You know, she might not be entirely wrong. Man, I was going to say, like, at the start of this interaction, Minari was just sort of being her usual self, but there's there's been a couple of these little discrepancies, for want of a better term, sprinkled in. So it seems like things are a little more ambiguous. If I had guess, I'd say something in between what Ryuji believes and what Taiga believes is probably the closest to the truth.
I mean, good on Ryuji at the very least. He seems to have mustered up the courage to try and do something. It's better than the other day. Of course, he and Minri are really only having small talk, and small talk only gets you so far. I don't know, in my experience, small talk doesn't win you over any girls. Alright, so it seems to me that Ami is sort of acting as an audience proxy right here, saying, Boy, I'm sure you're waiting to find out what will happen. You know, who does Ryuji go with? Tiger or Minari? And, uh... He seems to still be playing both sides of the field, even if he's not doing it consciously. Oh, boy. Relationship drama's leaking over into class time, too. Oh, boy. Man, it's, it's turning into, like, a big... I don't know, a love polyhedron or something. There's all sorts of competing factions here vying for the affections of other people. Alright, so Taiga has taken the initiative of inviting a whole bunch of people over. Now this is a bit of a big step, I would think, in that her apartment is usually a pigsty, and I, well, I certainly wouldn't want to invite people over if my living spaces were in that condition. So considering how she's sort of been staying away from Ryuji, I can only imagine that she's been taking care of all of this herself. So, I guess, on the one hand, Minri is acting like her usual bizarre self, but on the other hand, when Ryuji walked in, she sort of flinched. And I'm not sure whether to interpret that as a good thing or a bad thing, on his behalf. Now, I noticed that the conversation between them sort of turns back to Taiga, and how Ryuji's been such a positive influence on her. Interesting. So Minari's sort of chalking up that whole business with Taiga's father as a reason why she stopped hanging out with her so much because she had sort of stirred up trouble unnecessarily. And she deliberately points out that Ryuji had no such compunction. 
Uh-oh. Ami's, uh, stirring up trouble. Deliberately. Alright, so, Ami. I think I know what she's doing here. She's trying to torpedo any sort of relationship that Kitamura might get into. I suppose to try and force Ryuji and Taiga together. So if Kitamura's out of it, then, um, well, I guess all the girls that are interested in him will be SOL. And I guess in her mind, the only logical conclusion would be Taiga shacks up with Ryuji. Well, I guess that really is the kicker that Ryuji has been such a positive influence if she's sorting garbage appropriately, considering how mundane and tedious of a task that is. Man... So Ryuji, I guess he's still still stuck on this whole business about he needs to figure out what Minori feels. I feel like a vacation might not be the best time to try and sort this out, but I don't know. Taiga sort of alluded that it might be the last chance you get. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. Merry Christmas, Space Cowboy.